When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello! Welcome back. Thank you for joining us, as always. And another, as always, across from me, as always, oh boy, is Cy Amundsen. Let's shoot this episode dead immediately. Justin, start us over. Start it all over, Justin. Hi, are Chad. Are we remixing? Oh, hi. Hi, how are you? I'm feeling... This is not good for anybody around me, but I've got a real, like, Western vibe to me lately. The Like Western, like, cowboyish? Yeah, like the old, like, uh, the, the, the ancient hillbilly in me is seeping out lately. Yeah, so it's cute that you think this is new, and it's also cute <laughs> that you think it's an ancient hillbilly. This is like, you're pretty uh, present hillbilly nonstop. <laughs> And then also, I could tell by the fact that you wanted to shoot dead the episode immediately. Like, you've called out the episode to a, a duel at high noon. This episode walks into my saloon acting like yeah. that. It better be prepared to get one square between its eyes. Yeah, I fuck, I'm just real... I got a well, real gunslinger I, vibe to me right now. Yeah, that's a, it's an energy that I don't care for. I'm not <laughs> awake enough to deal with your fucking tomfoolery and assless chaps. Oh, I get it. All chaps are assless. I've heard it before, but I like the phrase. It's aesthetically pleasing. And yes, I just tried to say aesthetic and it didn't work. So basically what you're saying is you are not at this moment willing to be my huckleberry. No chance. (laughs) Speaking of, well, this doesn't even make sense, but... So Poe, I just have to tell you this story because I can't get it out of my head and I need to. And I think telling you will help me get it out of my head because I keep thinking about it. So Poe, my dog, when he eats uh, a certain treat, right? But I keep giving it to him, but a certain treat or he gets very, very tired late at night. He has a hump pillow just on the ground (laughs) because I don't want to deal with it. I don't want him humping my couch pillows, and he knows. So he'll start, like, humping something, and I go, Poe, pillow, and he'll go hump the pillow. So it's like I've trained him to hump the right thing, but because I'm not going to fight <laughs> humping in nature. I'm not going to, right? I mean, I, I'm just, humping has been a part of nature f- since forever. That's how we got to be humans. And so I'm not going to fight that. However, <laughs> Wiener High Five twins were over. Sure. My sister 
and my niece, so both my nephews. Okay. And they are eight, and my niece is 10. And Poe started humping a pillow very close to one of the Wiener High Five twins. And he goes, Poe, no. And slapped him like on the hindquarters. <laughs> and I think what happened is. <laughs> I was going to say, did the dog immediately finish? Because that would work what, on me. What happened? No, in the hindquarters, not the throat. So the Wiener High Five twin slaps him in the hindquarters because this Wiener High Five twin has been trained like, listen. When you want your dog to listen, you give them a little tap on the ass, but not when they're humping. Because what took place after that, Poe ran around in circles for about five seconds and then started laying the pipe to all three of those children. He had, and they're like, what is he doing? I go, you started it. You invited him into an orgy by slapping him on the ass when he was already humping. That's like a, a wrestling team tagging the other one in. Dude, he's coming for you. So he has, he put his his front paws on one of the Wiener High Five twins' back of the shoulders, pushed him over the couch. Oh, no. Like four, and started going after him. And, and everyone's looking at me like, do something. I'm like, no, this is what happens. When you invite someone into an orgy. So he is he is going absolutely insane. And do I could not and then they're then they're all laughing and then I finally get Poe to calm down. And they walk over and like hit him on the ass again. Like it's a string you pull on a doll to get him to fuck. That's like a dog is having sex with you. Oh man. I know you have clothes on, but the dog is mimicking humping you. Why are you starting this over? Yeah, he's mi- oh, no, no, he's not even mimicking. He is humping you. He's just the clothes are preventing penetration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. And I'll tell you this. I didn't realize this. I thought a dog's penis was only that little chapstick thing. But one time Poe was done humping his pillow and it looked like he had been disemboweled. Like yeah. part of his intestine was hanging. I was like, what in the fuck is that? I had never seen a full dog's dick. And I'm going to tell you something. I didn't care for it. No, it's put, such a bummer. It's such a bummer because I had I had what I thought was really good burrito flavored chicken. And I put that into an omelet and I put a little guacamole and salsa on it. And I was eating it. And then I saw that and I, could, I couldn't finish eating. Yeah, you're like, I wasted hey, some really good food. Who spilled a king size Laffy Taffy on my dog's stomach? Like, what the fuck is that thing? Where, yep. when it goes no, back in, you. where does it go? Does it swoop around through the penis holster, like wrap around the thighs and and head up his rib cage? Like, where are you keeping all of that extra dog dick? Yeah, it's like it's like um, when you when you use a hair dryer at a hotel. And it has one of those buttons where you can the cord the retracts cord into it, and then you always like end up hitting yourself. It whips you. I wonder if that's what happens if it sucks in real fast. I don't know, but I didn't know that a dog's dick. It's got like the little skinny version that you normally see. Sure. But then there's a whole other part that comes out. It looks like a, a building with an antenna on it. It was it was crazy. I thought what was going on at our house, dog sexuality-wise, was concerning. And, and 
Maybe it is. Maybe mine, even though it's subtle, is more concerning. But yours is, that's an outrageous situation. All that's been happening here, now that people are starting to come over and come visit again, Kevin, this is, he, he is a pet slut right sure yeah he, of the, course the moment a person comes around he will run up to them jump on them and if they start petting him the moment they stop he sounds the alarm like yeah. outrageously until you continue petting him so what happens is kevin will he'll he'll freak out if you stop petting him but then sure. If while he's being petted, if I'm in the area, like say I'm standing behind the couch and okay. somebody is sitting on the couch and Kevin is being petted by that person. Is it petted? Being pet? It's pet, petted, pet. I'm not sure. And so he's being petted care. by this yeah, person. Petted. petted and uh, that sounds like a crime. And it sounds like the uh, the lead star of Tank Girl doing something to you. Petted. So. So he has started doing this thing where when somebody else is petting him, he okay. looks directly into my eyes and makes a deep, deep eye contact and just sure. gets this awful look on his face like, is this what you wanted? Did you want to watch someone <laughs> pet me? Like I have instructed him to form some sort of cuck petting situation. And it's... yeah. It is so fucking unsettling. He just yeah. like, because he, he also, when he's getting petted, he, he kind of like squats and he like, he's one of those dogs who leans into the pet. He yeah. doesn't, he doesn't just get petted as, as you're like running your hand down his back. Like he curves his back around you. He might as well just make the noise. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> It's, it sounds like it sounds like he's gonna make the noise. Meow. It sounds like a cat leaning into a pet like that. Here's what's gonna happen, dude. You're on a slippery slope because you're watching your dog getting petted, and he knows, like he's watching you watching him. And the next thing you know, you're at the Oscars slapping Chris Rock. <laughs> so, okay. Kevin, by the way, Kevin does have something to do with my, my Western mood. Well, not really, okay. but he, he could be involved in the ramifications <laughs> of that mood or the consequences. Yeah, I just think thinking of a, a puffy-headed poodle having anything to do with your Western is like, hey, y'all, we're going to Paris. <laughs> That's the only way if you're like, I love Montana, but we're taking the boat to Paris. Keep the wagon closed. We can't get his fur dirty from the dusty trail. <laughs> so I am trying, and I, you and I have talked about this on and off the air. I am trying so hard to not become a pariah in my new community. Right. But, and there's, I mean, uh, there's, whatever. there's a lot of pressure on me. And I know I'm sounding like a broken record, but it's because they're all sounding like broken records. My entire family is just heaping this like, hey, don't fuck this up. This is a don't fuck. Don't become that guy. And first, first and foremost, I've been watching a lot of Yellowstone. Okay, that'll, then that'll get you. 
Have you, did you, have you seen some Yellowstone? I've seen the Yellowstone, and to me, it's like the Sopranos of Montana. It's a heavy-duty man opera. It is, yeah. it is a yeah, big-time man opera, and I love it. And it's, it's, also, it's also tough guy porn. If you're not familiar, it's Kevin Costner, the greatest actor to ever walk the planet. He plays a rancher who basically, and Chad, you correct me if I'm wrong, his whole thing is he's going to protect his land and he's going to protect his family at all costs. That's But his land first. But his yeah, land is land is king. And yep. and it's very like I said it's very man opera y where like second season you're like am I supposed to believe there's like a cowboy mafia here that's executing people and stealing children? Like okay. And <laughs> he he is also it's it's got that tough guy porn thing where the confines of the law won't stop me from doing what's right for my land and my family and right and, pl and plus there's a character on there where uh it's the guy that um built goodwill hunting his car sure i can't remember cole yeah. something yeah. maybe yep and he he like slaps he slaps other men with his leather gloves and i'm going to tell you something that gets me uh, it gets, gets me, me every time. It gets me. Because yeah. if if you slap a man with leather gloves, you're saying, now you hit me and see what happens. <laughs> and I've never had that kind of machismo where I could just go, yeah, now let's fucking see what's up. With leather gloves, he takes them out of his back pocket. They know it's coming. What's else in his back pocket? They're gonna, he's going to show him a picture of his, his puppy? No, he's, their leather gloves are coming to your Here face they come. and just slap. And then the other, the grown men, they kind of do, they, they back down, their shoulders shrug. It looks mm -hmm. like a, a puppy that just got yelled at. It's fantastic. That's what I'm talking, tough guy porn. If, yeah, if exactly. You, if you are the, I think tough guys like to think they're the sort of guys that if they slap someone with leather gloves, everybody else goes, I'm going to stop doing what I was doing because I don't want to see what happens next. If he, yeah. if he was willing to go to the gloves, what happens when he goes to the hands like that's yeah i gotta tell you this i was in spokane and there was a guy jay he's a security guard and he is a gigantic fucking human being gigantic like a like a walking wrecking crew and i didn't i didn't confirm this with him but the rumor around the green room was he used to be a security guard in an atlanta prison and then moved to spokane for for some other stuff but he so he's a security guard and he stands you have to walk up three stairs to get out of the club and you walk right by the merch table. And there were a couple of guys. One guy was taking a picture. So he backed up to get all of us in frame. And then he stepped on somebody's foot and they started arguing. So they were like back and forth, like, fucking, you going to do something about it? And then Jay goes, all right, I need you to leave. And then I didn't see what happened. But the guy, I heard the guy yelling kind of around Jay to the other guy. And then Jay goes, I asked you to leave. And then the next thing I heard, Jay goes, don't fucking look at me like that. That's the kind of toughness I want to have. I want to be able to say, don't fucking look at me like that or I will thump you. That was, dude, he is an impressive specimen. And that's what I, I think that's what I say when I feel like I'm, I'm feeling Western. I've got a lot of tough that's who i think i am in my mind a little bit right oh, now oh sweetie oh honey <laughs> which is not you're good not. i know you're that's, not that i i that is the point of what i'm trying to tell you i understand that I, you don't need to tell me i'm not that i'm smart enough to know i'm not it's like you where you go outside and you think hey i could 
I could run a marathon. Like uh, that's I have in the past today. You think you can run a marathon today? You think you I, can? First of all, I don't walk outside thinking that either. To be fair, but I'm going to tell you the something. guy who you I'm a natural in, athlete. You drop well, I'm a natural no athlete that. into conversations consistently, and I challenge anybody <laughs> listening to eat as much shitty food as I do and keep yourself under 300 pounds. I am genetically sound, motherfucker. I have to just because I don't want to be too skinny for the crowds, Cy. I got to keep up my beefiness. I got to have these tits. So I, I, I sacrifice what could be by eating horrible foods. So I, well, let, let me walk you through the situation. Yep, I'm ready. There is a muskrat that is okay. infringing on my private property. Yep. A Here muskrat has burrowed underneath our dock into the embankment of my property into mm-hmm. my home. And can we just talk a second? For, like, every, there are homeowners associations everywhere down here. And there's, okay. that's, I live in a homeowners association. I never, maybe I just didn't recognize that that was a thing. It doesn't feel like Minnesota has a lot of home. Every neighborhood is a homeowners association. And in theory, I understand the idea is to build expectations. So everybody has to play by a set of rules and you keep property values up and you don't have the junk house. I get that. But it turns into all these nosy people like, hey, Jeff, did you see, uh, you know, did you see that Cy built a staircase at a 14 degree width when the HOA code determines it has to be a 16 degree width, and he did have a small grill on the upper deck instead of, I just, I can't, I can't, the, sure. like, HOA just creates a neighborhood full of rules barons, and I'm not, yeah. I can't handle that shit. No, you come honestly by white trash, so yeah, you want to have grills on every level. Hell yeah, brother. I want to make need, my chicken wings. Extra two inches. I want to make my chicken wings up top and my pork ribs down low. Because you get that pork rib smoke floating up to the chicken Come wings. Come on up through the ching. Yeah, hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. So I, <laughs> I'm already kind of anti homeowners association and kind of. I'm watching Yellowstone. I'm very. Uh, yeah, here we go. Very protect my property and. This muskrat has tunneled into my home, and we all pay a monthly fee that mm-hmm. goes to a company that manages the lake. They put the chemicals in the lake to get rid of the, not chemicals, but they, like, they take care of the weeds. They're the ones sure. that stock it with fish however many years. Any issue there is, our money goes to that. And that company has a, a man who I'm sure is a fantastic man. Uh, but there's a human man who's in charge yeah. of that, and the muskrat exists. So our wonderful old homeowners that we bought the home from sent mm-hmm. an email to the company and this guy saying, hey, there's a muskrat underneath the dock. We got to get that taken care of because they can destroy an embankment, and my house sits so yeah. close to the lake, I don't need mm-hmm. my house to fall in the river. And by yeah, they're, playing, they're basically playing dirt Jenga because they're building all these tunnels underneath and eventually you're going to start sinking. Right. 
So I, after that first initial email gets sent and there doesn't seem to be any action because I'm like, hey, there's the muskrat again, I send a follow-up email. No response. Okay. I get a hold of the phone numbers, personal and office, and I yeah. call those several times. I leave some messages. Hey, mm -hmm. guys, I keep seeing this muskrat. And then Kevin is outside, and Kevin, right now, Kevin is so repressed. He's like, you know when a... Like if somebody's raised really Catholic and then they go to college and oh, oh no, like that sort sure. of stuff, like really yeah. tightly kept and then they lose their mind. Kevin has been like because we were played everything pretty close to the vest during the pandemic. He hasn't been around other people. So he every time he goes outside, it's some new shit. Like he sees a bicycle sure. and he's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and he's just running up and down the street, losing his mind. Right. So he's outside, and he's the dock is it's not very far from the water. So he's like running around, sniffing shit, learning about the world. Here comes the muskrat, and Kevin, uh. Kevin thinks, "Hey, look, a water puppy. Let's be friends." And yeah. so he kind of like, "Hey, man," and he leans in, and the muskrat. There's an altercation between them, and the muskrat like swipes, and Kevin freaks out, and you know. Kevin is not as Western as his owner. Kevin, no, he sure isn't. That muskrat will fuck Kevin's shit. Muskrats, they have rabies. They like they will slaughter dogs. You gotta keep dogs away from muskrats. And so now I'm getting pretty angry. Mm -hmm. And so I call somebody else who's one of the more important people on the Lake Association. And wonderful person. Uh, by the way, everyone I've met in this neighborhood that lives here that I've I needed to ask a question, amazing people. But that guy's like, okay, you know what? Why don't I send an email and I will CC you on it and we will get a response. He does that. Oh. Still no response. Huh. Then a couple more calls and no response. And I, I, this is, that's what I'm saying. I'm at this breaking point where I'm... I'm a few days and one more non-response away from at six in the morning turning on Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks as loud as I can. Like <laughs> everyone on the lake is going to hear it loud. Walking out onto my deck with no shirt, jean shorts, and no socks or shoes. Fuck is sitting on my deck that is right on the edge of the lake so everyone could see me with a 1022 in my hands. And just like sitting on that dock until I publicly execute this muskrat. Then I'm going to throw his bitch ass on the front of my mini pontoon. And I am going to drive around this lake like a dictator to let everybody know. Like if you do not, if you, if you do not have the lake boss fucking respond to me, there are going to be, I'm a lunatic. You can't, the, yeah, the muskrat can't attack my dog. He can't attack my dog. How many calls? And so... That's the place I'm, I'm in between. Hey, just be, don't be a pariah, Sai. Don't be a pariah. Sure. And Soraya. <laughs> and I'm being disrespected. And my property's being disrespected. And what would Kevin Costner do? He's not going to fuck. He's not going to write an email. So, and, I'm, and, then, and then I know I'm spiraling. I know I'm spiraling. But... <laughs> The part of our lake 
where we live on, it's like a little channel and then it flows out into the open part of the lake. So there's sure. people right on the other side of the channel. And there's a guy who has a light on his back deck that he leaves on. Uh, Chad, he leaves yeah. it on all night long. And I don't know if he's worried that the sun will never come up and that he's the one responsible for lighting the world. But it is, what are you, what are you, a Navy SEAL trying to find other SEALs in a storm in the ocean at midnight? What the fuck? <laughs> Why is that thing so bright? And I, I don't want to go over there because that's a 3070, right? You can't just walk mm. up to, like, if you knock on somebody's property, like, hey, man, I just, this light, and it's, like, coming into our bedrooms, and 30% of the time, they're, they're going to be, oh, I'm so embarrassed, I didn't know that. I'm so sorry. And, but 70% of the time, they're going to be like, hey, I take this as a personal attack on me, and yeah. there are going to be consequences emotionally and possibly physically. So I, I need the Lake Association to handle my muskrat, so then I can calmly come to them with uh, the... 12 million candle power light that's shining onto my home every single yeah. night. But I'm just, I got to stop watching. So, I got to stop watching Yellowstone. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I think that first off, you, you know, you've already said it, but you can't go to this guy's place with this unresolved muskrat energy. Yeah, because it's not uh, his fault. It's not his fault. Right. Well, it is, the muskrat's not his fault. The light is absolutely his fault. But you're going to end up getting gutted, and then he's going to drive you around on his mini pontoon, and it's going to be this weird, like, uh, kind of trickle-down murder omics. But I think that once you get... I'd like to know what it's going to take you... What's, what's it going to take for you to snap and actually go kill the muskrat? Because I think what you should do is make a hat out of the muskrat, and then you should drive around in your mini pontoon princess waving. Oh, that's fun. Like a parade. Like, like I'm a the... parade. Absolutely. Because everybody loves a parade. Yeah, everybody loves a parade. I am the, who's the guy that wore the, not, I was, I keep wanting to say David Davey Bowie. Davy Crockett? Yeah, Davy Crockett. David Bowie is different. David Bowie wore different kind of hats. <laughs> I am past where I am ready to act. I am being considerate of my wife's desire to live in harmony in our new home. That's where I'm at. I mean, I was, okay. I was use a firearm that concerns everybody to execute this muskrat on my, like, right in front of my dock. I was there one email and two phone calls ago. Yeah. At what point when you were leaving messages did you start using a southern accent? <laughs> What what number message is that? I'm guessing the over-under is five, and I'm taking the under. I think at four messages, you were like, listen up, motherfucker. I got a muskrat, a muskrat, a muskrat over in my fucking, under my dock. Yeah, maybe that's the play, is I just start leaving these this guy messages that I sound like an unraveling... Like hillbilly, the first one's like, well, hey there, fella, I just, you know, this muskrat's still here, and I am, hey, I'll tell you, I'm having a hard time. I'm not going to go further than that. I don't want to get all emotional on the phone with you, but I'm telling you, I'm having a hard time, and uh, I need the muskrat to be gone. <laughs> I call him a day later, and I'm just like, listen here, that, uh, mm, I tell you, I tell you, if I see that, I don't want, I don't want to get angry. 
but I'm pushing, and he come, and when he swims on, somebody need to take care of that muskrat. I tell you, somebody need to take care of that muskrat. And then the next message is just me, just just cocking a gun. You hear that? You hear that? Come on now, you get out to this fucking like. Maybe I just need to unravel in a series of messages to get them to take me seriously. Yeah, I think you're there. Maybe but that's we could that's also right evidence. Now. That's evidence. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, just don't, because I was thinking you were going to unravel the point where, listen, my wife wants me to, my wife wants me to get along with these neighbors, and that's going to be two murders. I got to kill a muskrat and a wife now, <laughs> goddammit. That's, there you don't want to go to that point, probably. My, my mom, so it was Olivia's birthday a while ago, my birthday a while ago, but we could not get together with my mother so finally it worked out and she was, she wanted to bring us to a Mexican restaurant here in town. It's okay. called Fiesta Brava. And this place Great is name. absolutely awesome. It's so incredible. I challenge you, if you're having a bad day, why don't you go just sit outside of a Mexican restaurant and watch all the people walk out with smiles? It is good, authentic food. It is quick. The service is fantastic. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. So we get there and my mother, of course, says, well, we're just here. You know, those comedians that have to fit. I'm a comedian into every conversation. Yeah. I can't stand it, Yeah. but, but they'll be like at a gas station. Hey, do you have a book of matches? Yeah. I, I smoke a lot. I'm a comedian. I don't know what to tell you. And it's like, can we just get gas and get the fuck out of here, please? You don't need to tell everyone you're a comedian. So my mother has the same thing, but about birthdays. So we're sitting there having a great time and the server comes over and my, oh, Camarero, <laughs> Camarero. The server comes over and we'll get to that in a second, but he comes <laughs> over and, and my mom goes, uh, not even asked, didn't ask, why did you come join us tonight? Why are you dining with us? She just goes, well, we're here. Because, I mean, it was like, what can I get you to drink? Well, first off, we're here because we're celebrating their birthdays. It's uh, my son's birthday was March 2nd. That was a while ago. And my granddaughter's birthday was February. And now I'm in a full-blown fucking panic situation because I'm like, come on, mother, pull it out. And she goes, 16th? And I was like, 17th. Cool. You're about to, you're, this is not going great for you. And so... He goes, oh, a birthday, huh? And like plays it off like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now we're sitting there. My mom has said gracias. I'm going to say five times. <laughs> so every time, every time my mom does that, Olivia and I side eye each other. Olivia and I are on the same side of the booth and we side eye one another to be like, this could, this could get bad if she knows any more Spanish. <laughs> So we're sitting there and the guy comes over and after the meal, he brings us, he, oh yeah, she did. She goes, uh, <laughs> she goes, oh, what is this? Uh, what is this white sauce? Is that a, is that some sort of queso? And so <laughs> Olivia and I are again, like just slowly turning to each other and slowly turning back. We look, we, we look like Chuck E. Cheese. That's how slowly we're turning. Just, <laughs> the animatronic turn. Yeah. Animatronic terrified family members. And so the guy comes over and he brings some dessert and she goes, oh my God, this is crazy. Gracias. 
And so we're freaking out and we're, so all of a sudden then more people come. We hear a fucking guitar coming down yes, the hallway. Yes, yes, And it's just Feliz Cumpleaños a And we're like, all right, this is fine. She, I know my mom doesn't know this song. I know that for a fact. So there's gonna be no singing along. So we're fine. Then my mother at the end of it, Cyrus goes, hey, 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 hey. Like that. And I am in a full-blown motherfucking panic with my daughter because I because I know my daughter. Okay. I I should tell you this part. Oh, okay. okay. I'm holding. I just, to, I, keep, keep, I just the the visual of your mother waiting for that song and being so enthusiastic to be a part of it that she can't even control herself and basically going aye is so yeah. funny to me oh my she, god and and here's the here's the frustrating part she's good at it sure she can she's, really she's, let she's one very, rip. she nailed it so it's like oh that was like that was i feel like randy jackson in american i like that was pretty good dog no, no pitchy issues just a little cultural appropriation but here's the thing <laughs> the the man before the guitar got to us had placed sombreros on our head. And so Olivia looks at me and goes, now you have to understand, she's from this, she's 18. So she's on TikTok, she's on social media. So she's seeing all of these things and she looks at me and goes, oh my God. And my my mom's taking a picture and she goes, she can't post that. This is cultural appropriation. And so now I have to have this conversation. I was like, no, it isn't. The man from Mexico placed their party crown a sombrero onto our heads we are that's like we're given the right now we're like mexican knights for just a little while where we get to do and have to do fun things like i feel like i at this point i could speak spanish and no one could get mad at me because i've been given the party crown god i would way rather be a mexican knight than one of those boring fucking english knights um, hello, have anyone seen my sword? <laughs> We're gonna have tea again. Get the fuck out of here. I want a no churro kidding. and yeah. some some chimmy fucking changas and I want to go to the beach. Night me, Mexico. Yeah, I would way yeah. rather be a Mexican knight. I would rather be, and I would rather be any Central American knight, an El Salvadorian knight, a Costa yeah. Rican knight. Even when you get into those countries that they have a little bit of a like, you've let some people in here you shouldn't have in the past, like fucking Argentina and shit. Oh, Colombia. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather be, yeah, that's a very, I don't know I why I'm sit, focused on that. You go ahead. I want to sit down at a round table and find out it's a fucking quesadilla. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I want to sit and be like, why is the why is the table squishy? Oh my god, there's cheese underneath the top layer. That's the kind of night I want to be. <laughs> Absolutely. And so we're sitting there and Olivia is straight panicking. And then, you know, my mom's doing some more gracias. That was so great. And you know, all this stuff. Your mom's then, just off my, talking to the manager about Speedy Gonzalez or some shit. <laughs> Yeah. And my mom at the end of the meal, she goes, well, I used to know how to ask for the bill in Spanish. And I almost said, I know how to do that. But Olivia shot me a look like, do not fucking encourage her. And by the way, we're having a great time, clearly. But then the guy comes over and he goes, I just wanted you to know some people are scared when they come in here to do that kind of stuff because of the new kind of culture 
but it was so fun having you guys at the table. And then my mom shot us both a look like, what's up? I told you, you've been fucking served. And so we then we kind of slide down the booth like, oh, God damn it. But it, it is so fun because I remember when you used to get to do that. You know what I mean? I remember when when melting pot meant melting pot. And now it's like, well, we have to separate all these things. You can't do this because you're this. And I th- we we did have fun, even though the first five graciouses, I was absolutely mortified. Yeah, it's it's uh, like anything else. It's probably a pretty complex topic that people on the extremes of both sides have tried to simplify and then shout about. Where it's, uh, yeah, you should, you should be able, like, if you're not, why am I even trying to go? What what are you, what are you doing, Cy? What the fuck are you trying to have this conversation for? Listen, man, hey, relax. You got muskrat stuff on your head. Don't worry about it. I'm just saying, here's the thing. When a gentleman from Mexico places his country's party crown upon your head, the sombrero, anyone at your table should get to make any noise they want. And I'm going to we're going to get pushback on this. I'm not going to say but any I, noise, I but feel. I think I think some noises, yeah. I mean an, any noise in the well, known universe. Well, not any noise, yeah. of course. You can't just be like, "Ah! Ah! ah I'll have what she's having, the sombrero." You can't I mean obviously we got to keep it classy. It's a family restaurant. There was a Mexican restaurant where where you just were out in Tacoma. Maybe it was technically yeah. in Puyallup that whenever I would come out and visit my sister, we would, and I've probably talked about this on the show before, but we would always go, and it was the best food in the world, and it was so small, and they decided, we don't care how small it is, we are having a mariachi band that walks around this restaurant and plays. And it was like being at a really unorganized, like graduation party in a garage that hired a live band. And it was (laughs) so fucking fun. It was so, so fun. Uh, So I can, I can understand. I mean, no no one in my family jumped up afterwards and was like, andale, andale, arriba, arriba. Like none of that shit happened, but we did love going there. And you know, I'll tell you this. I think the reason Olivia and I were terrified by this is because my grandmother when we used to go in between where my sister lives and where I live, there is a Chinese restaurant. Sure. And so we would go there. That would be the meeting point. And it was, she, Alyssa would bring her kids. My sister would bring her kids. And then my grandma, we would we'd pick her up on the way. And uh, we'd meet there. And then we would have to tell my grandmother. We'd have to go, hey, no fucking accents. None of your, none of your old lady shit. You can't mm-hmm. do that anymore. Even well, I get it. You think it's funny and, but no one else does. Yeah. And so then she'd go, I promise. And then we'd go in there and we would all be so fucking tense the when the server time. came over. Yeah. And she'd be like, uh, hi, can I get you something to drink? And, and it would get to my grandma and we would all just fucking tense up because in the past it was always like, I'll take a coffee, but in the thickest, what you would think, Asian accent. And so we're sitting there like, okay, all right. And, and then she goes, I'll have a coffee. And we were like, oh, thank God. And then the server walked away and then she'd go into the thing. So we, <laughs> of course, we've been raised to panic in any sort of restaurant that isn't filled with whites. 
It's nerve-wracking. It's fucking so nerve-wracking. Hey, I know that would have been a good place to uh, end the episode and just roll music. Uh, but yeah, we, I, I wish. We I wish need, we would have. We need to. We need to tell everybody about the Patreon. So. Uh, for a long time, people have been asking us, like, do more episodes. And we, we've told you we will, and then we don't. We're not big follow-through guys. That's not, right. that's not our right. M.O. Is that, is that what it's, it's not called? On, it's not on my resume. Modus operandi, yes. It is not our M.O. Is that what they, is that the thing, like, this is how he kills people? Is that an M.O.? Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. not our M.O. Uh, our big concern has always been, if you subscribe monthly, and we say, we're going to give you this many episodes a month with our schedules and conflicts. If it doesn't happen, we didn't want that adversarial situation. So uh, when one of us was doing research on OnlyFans and learning about uh, um, pay subscription. Who was it? Who was it? Just let's, Who was it? I'm pretty sure it was Justin's dad. Um, when yeah. one of us was doing... So, we got an idea. Instead of doing a monthly subscription, we are going to do it a little differently. We are going to start a Patreon, and you can subscribe. And you're going to get a few free things, like maybe there was an outtake from an episode. Maybe you get the little pre-show ramble. You get some fun videos related to that week's episode. You might get another fun road thing here and there, a Kevin thing here, a Jenna thing there. You might get some little things here and there, some free shit that you just get for being a member on the Patreon. And then, whenever we have time to execute an episode, we're gonna put it up for like, a, you know, something cheap like a buck 30 or a buck 50 because Patreon charges a fuck ton to its creators because the world is corrupt. But about a buck, somewhere in the buck, buck 50 range. And some months we might get an episode or two out and some months we might do I guess two or three. I don't know. <laughs> but, but basically our idea was it's pay as you go. We are going to, whenever we can give you shit that we think is as good as the show you're listening to right now, we'll throw it up there. If you're subscribed, it'll give it to you for the cheap price we're giving it to you, and it'll be episode by episode. Right, Daddy? Yeah, you don't have to you don't have to pay the five, ten, one thousand dollars a month. It's also it the only thing it robs us of is you get to name the tiers, which so we're not gonna get to do that, which would have been fun because we have our Uncle Ronnie acts. Yeah, we do. We have our our hand job lake ladies, and then uh -huh. that that high end number we have your Steve Daniels. So we're not yeah. going to get to do that, but yeah. it's we're going to remind you of it for the next few weeks, month, whatever. Well, we build it, and then we'll let you know when there's new episodes out. And for those of you who have been, I don't, I want to say aggressively attacking us in our messages about making more stuff, uh, it's you know, it's time. It's time for you to leave us alone. <laughs> I can't wait. Also, oh hey, what's your shark T-shirt? What's your shark shirt? It's it's as simple as can be. Okay. It is it is uh, a a person mm -hmm. lying on um, a surfboard <laughs> with bloody stumps for arms and legs, and it says, "I can no longer kill a baby shark. Can you?" That's it. Wait, I can no longer. What do you mean? I, uh, maybe I'm dumb. I think I miss it. I don't think I understand. 
I can no longer kill a baby shark because they, they don't have any ways to do it because they don't have hands or feet. Oh. They're just a stump that was been attacked by a shark, and they're like, can you fucking help me kill sharks? I can't do it. I don't have I'm arms so or legs. I'm so angry that I'm too dumb to have followed that. I'm so angry at myself. <laughs> uh, mine is still the heartbeat one, although I toyed with a couple of other ideas, and none of them, none of them... I liked some sharks die by chance, none should die, or some baby sharks die by chance, none should die by choice. That felt really powerful. But, That's a nice one. But I'm going to stick with the baby shark heartbeat. So in summary, the three people who thought this was a good idea, pick a side and buy your your shark pro-life or your shark pro-choice shirt. And uh, for I mean, here's the thing. I, I know for a fact you're going to crush me in this because that heartbeat thing is awesome. However... I hope we tie so badly. I hope we tie so badly. I might put Bethany Hamilton on my shirt, and just underneath it says "Help." I <laughs> okay, the Patreon's coming. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.